0: All right. All right.
1: What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Ryan Callahan coming to you from Parts Unknown, USA. And as you can tell by the shorter intro, we have a breaking news edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. And... Ryan, if you could do us the honor of telling us why we're giving a breaking news podcast right now.
0: Yeah, big big news for Tennessee on the recruiting trail. Four-star defensive lineman Omari Thomas of Briarcrest Christian School in uh, Eads, Tennessee, technically, but just outside Memphis. um, Committing to Tennessee on Monday, choosing the Vols over Auburn and Texas A&M, one of their longtime top in-state targets. And and Tennessee winning out in, in what has been a a long and, uh, and, and sort of winding recruitment that's had some some sort of ebbs and flows at times. It, it looked like Tennessee might not be the favorite, but was definitely always still in it, uh, and they made him a priority for a long time and uh, in the end beat out uh, a couple teams that weren't really thought to be among the favorites at one point. It looked like Ole Miss was a favorite at one point. Arkansas was once higher on his list. Um, those teams have obviously had coaching changes, but even before that, it looked like they had kind of faded and Tennessee remained the constant, and and made a made a late surge, I think, over the last several weeks to land him and a, address one of its biggest needs, really, in the in the 2020 class on the defensive line. So huge pickup for Tennessee and another in-state addition to this class that they really needed here down the stretch, and they're hoping this will be uh, just sort of a springboard to uh, to what could be a a pretty big finish here for Tennessee with a handful of spots still open in this class.
1: And just to get the details out of the way here, Omari Thomas is, as you said, Ryan from Briar Crest Christian right there, just outside of Memphis, Tennessee. We'll call it Memphis ish right there in Eads. He is uh six, 300 pounds. We have him rated as a defensive tackle, although he, more on that in a minute. He could be kind of a two way lineman prospect. Uh, nationally, here in the 24 7 or 24 7 sports composite, he is 104 overall. He is number eight defensive tackle wise, and he's number four in the state of Tennessee. So, as you mentioned, Ryan, big deal and a big, really a, a big cycle in Memphis continues for Tennessee. I know that, as you've mentioned before, they kind of do a tandem deal on a lot of these in state guys, but this is again another big win in Memphis, and David Johnson, Yak Johnson, has been right there along for the ride.
0: Yeah, and, and, and really when you look back, I think you're, you're going to say that David Johnson had a really big impact on this recruiting class for Tennessee. I mean, there, there was no question all along Amari Thomas was a huge uh, priority for Tennessee, as I mentioned. You know, They offered him back in January of 2018, had him on campus several times since then, and have done a really good job of recruiting him. Jeremy Pruitt's been heavily involved. Tracy Rocker, the defensive line coach. Derek Ansley, the defensive coordinator, has taken on a bigger role since his hiring earlier this year. Uh, so a lot of guys involved in his recruitment uh, but really, David Johnson, you, you got to give him credit, too, because there, there are sort of multiple guys he's been involved with, uh, you know, in, in Memphis, where you know, Tennessee maybe wasn't pushing for them actively uh, at, at one time or another. And, and he sort of kept Tennessee in it by maintaining good relationships with those guys. So give him credit also for the, the Whitehaven trio of Martavius French and Tamara McDonald and Bryson Easton that he helped Tennessee land. Back in October, and then Omari Thomas's teammate that we'll discuss a little bit more in a minute, but Jabari Small, uh, former Ole Miss commitment uh, at running back, that Tennessee still heavily involved with there, and 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 maybe ends up being a little bit of a factor in Omari Thomas's commitment to Tennessee because the Vols have been pushing for him a little bit more lately, and might be willing to take him now. It looks like so um, that that is a. A big deal that David Johnson has done such a good job in Memphis, and this is just one example of that, uh, but certainly a a team effort involved in recruiting Amari Thomas, a guy that, that Jeremy Pruitt's been personally involved with quite a bit just because of how important he has been to Tennessee
1: and Ryan before we mention some other things I do want to mention this quickly because you mentioned Ole Miss had been in play with a couple of these guys and had been in play with you know tried with the Whitehaven guys at one point too do you think is there any chance we've seen kind of a wham bam thank you ma'am from from Lane Kiffin on the recruiting trail before is that anything Tennessee needs to have on its radar uh,
0: I don't think so right now, but yeah, you, you can't rule it out. I mean, it's, it's certainly worth noting that that Omari Thomas is at Briarcrest Christian School, which obviously uh, was was sort of a uh, I wouldn't say pipeline, but when Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss, you know, that's the high school he was at uh, when he was in the Memphis area. So there, there's always been sort of a natural connection there, and that was one of the reasons that you know a, a lot of people thought early in his recruitment that Ole Miss was going to be very much in that one until the end. And Uh, I know at one point they were even the the 24-7 sports crystal ball leader, so you can't ever rule out anything. And the other thing worth noting here in in regard to that is Omari Thomas, at least to this point, has said he's going to sign in February. Uh, Despite his commitment uh, already going ahead and getting that out of the way, he doesn't necessarily plan to sign during next week's early signing period, so that's at least worth keeping in mind, and and we'll give you know Ole Miss and some other teams at least uh, maybe an opening time-wise to make a late run at him. But right now, I, I think Tennessee is fine, and it would be a pretty big surprise if Ole Miss or anyone else was able to flip him, regardless
1: of when he signs. And Ryan, here, getting back on Thomas specifically here, this is a kid who I find this interesting, and I'm sure. You know, I've learned along the way that, that our guys who evaluate prospects know more about them than I do like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, if not 100% of the time. But I find it interesting when I hear that that Omari Thomas is – he's rated obviously very high. He, he's 104 in the composite. He's number eight as a defensive tackle. Our guys at 24-7 have him at 116 overall. And you know, at number eight defensive tackle. So he's basically a, a consensus kind of top ten nationally defensive tackle prospect, and yet he might be a, a two way prospect because there's some people who think he's got a better chance of being a long term offensive lineman. That seems kind of interesting to me. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah,
0: well, I, I think it's one of those cases where he really could do either one, and and you sort of just rate him based on the fact that he seems dead set on playing on the defensive side of the ball. So. Uh, I, I think he's got plenty of potential on both sides. Uh, you know, at, at at Briarcrest, he played really a lot of games. He played almost every snap on on both both sides. I, I saw him in one game earlier this year, and he barely came off the field uh, while the game was in question. His team pulled away to a comfortable win, but he he didn't play. Uh, he, didn't, or he didn't take off very many snaps when he played. Uh, just would would be out there for you know extra points come back onto the sideline for the kick return and go right back out there for offense. And then as soon as they scored or turned it over, he'd go back out there and play defense too. So he's good at both. And uh, he's made it clear, though, throughout his recruitment really that uh, defense was more intriguing to him. And actually going back to when Tennessee offered him in January 2018, at that time a lot of people saw him as an offensive lineman. And Tennessee was one of the first teams at that time to say, you know, we like you on offense, don't get us wrong, but we think you might be better on defense. And whether that was just sort of reading him and what he wanted to do a little bit more or whether that was because they just genuinely liked him on defense, they've never really wavered in that. And they were one of the first teams to mention that to him. So I think Tennessee genuinely does like him on defense. And obviously at his size, around 300 pounds, how he develops will just depend on, uh, will dictate where he ends up on the D-line, but he certainly could play he could play nose tackle. He's he's athletic enough. He still could help as a as a three four defensive end at his current size. Uh, you know, if he gets much bigger, he might be more of a of a true nose in three man fronts. But uh, you know, certainly more of an interior guy that will play obviously defensive tackle in four man fronts and is very good on that side of the ball. But you're right. A, a lot of people have, have always kind of thought you know he might have a little bit higher ceiling on offense. But just because he's been so set on playing defense for the past year or year and a half. Everyone is kind of just known that's where his future will be unless something changes.
1: yeah, it's weird because you know normally there's a couple of like I don't want to say hard and fast rules, but things that I think in in recruiting. One of them is that if you're listed as a two a line prospect, you probably ought to play o line. The other one is if you're about a if you're one of those kind of six foot five kids and you kind of could play either football or basketball, you should play football. I just you know, you have better chances there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know yeah. why. I just I, I tend to think of it that way, but there are exceptions. I mean, Daniel Hood became a defensive lineman for Tennessee uh, when he had been it came to the place as an O lineman, so it does happen. You do see guys who who go the other way. You know, we've seen it at Tennessee even more recently than that. So so it is possible. Um, but Ryan, we talked talk to me a little little bit more about Jabari small because i you know tennessee it, it, clearly the uh, the the chic thing to to do for tennessee in this class is to go to memphis and offer package deals and it look like looks like that might bear fruit again
0: yeah they they, they obviously did that with the, the white haven trio that, that we mentioned earlier the the three linebackers uh or, or linebacker athlete i guess in Tamara mcdonald's case but three guys who could all end up playing linebacker and in, in french mcdonald and eason and, and now uh going back to that kind of approach uh, because really Tennessee was was kind of all in on, on Omari Thomas and he became even more important to Tennessee. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, were, they wanted him regardless of what happened with anybody else in this class. Uh, I mean, this is one of the very top guys on Tennessee's board at any position now that there aren't many players, if any, that Tennessee would prefer to land in this class over Omari Thomas because of what he means and just how good he is and the fact that he's an in-state guy they've prioritized for a long time. But, um, you know, I, I think when you when you go back and look at it, they, they felt like they had to have him after Jay Hardy picked Auburn uh, a little more than a month ago now. And so that made him even more important. And from you know about that time, maybe even a little bit earlier than that, Tennessee had kind of gone back in on Jabari Small and kind of quietly become more involved in his recruitment and made it clear that if he wanted a spot in Tennessee's class, he could have it. So um, now that he has decommitted from Ole Miss recently, following their coaching change, uh, or at least in the middle of their coaching search he did. Um, you know Tennessee is very much uh, you know, probably the favorite right now to land him, and they've always been interested in playing together. At one point they were thought to be essentially a package deal. Then they were obviously headed separate ways. Uh, when, when he was committed to Ole Miss and Amari Thomas eliminated Ole Miss, it looked very likely, if not certain, that they were going to end up in different schools. But now that Tennessee is the choice for Amari Thomas – Jabari Small very well could end up going to the same school with them, and they and their families are very close. Um, So I certainly think there's a good chance you could see Tennessee add another sort of package deal. Uh, And, again, those guys haven't viewed it as a requirement, but that's what it may end up being. Uh, because Jabari Small is very much in play for Tennessee and could and give them some additional help at running back in this class.
1: Ryan, last thing, you know, we mentioned this a little bit before, but this obviously seems to be a year where Tennessee's gotten back into Memphis. And I know I've asked you this before, but I'm going to do it again because it's pertinent here. Last question before we get out of here. Is this uh, the start of a trend where Tennessee's back working hard in Memphis, or is this just a cycle where there's been guys in Memphis they like?
0: You know, it's it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think naturally you do just have some years where there are more players in, in, in areas than others. And Memphis is one of those that has its uh, has its up years and its down years. You know, 2021 right now, there, there aren't a lot of guys Tennessee's targeting in Memphis. So I don't think it will be an every year thing that you see them try to sign this many players in the Memphis area. But certainly 2020 was very strong. And I do think Jeremy Pruitt's staff really values the city of Memphis. I think they see a lot of talent there. Just a lot of good athletes, and that's always been the case. Uh, but the results have always been hit and miss at the college level for various reasons. You know, some some years are better than others, and sometimes some some fairly unheralded guys end up being really good college players. It's just a it's a tough city to to project guys in in, in recent years has been anyway. Uh, but there are a lot of talented kids there, no question. And Jeremy Pruitt's staff I think is going to continue to recruit Memphis really hard. Uh, but yeah, you might not see anything quite like 2020 next year. Uh, depending on how many more targets surface, but there, there was no question. And even some guys that right now, Tennessee might miss on Chris Morris and offensive lineman headed to Texas A and M. Uh, and there've been others Tennessee has been involved with at times, but there's been a lot of good players in Memphis in this cycle. And it looks like Tennessee's going to end up signing a handful of them.
1: I think that's a pretty good place to leave it, Ryan. I know we got a lot of stuff to talk about this time of year and, uh, we're going to get to that. Guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find all of us, obviously, on social media. I'll get quickly to them. You can get to uh, Twitter.com slash 247 or Facebook.com slash 247 Or you can go to govals 247com We have all kinds of great deals this time of year, all kinds of holiday specials. You, you always get at least a little bit of a sneak peek before you have to give us money. So go check it out. Plus, you if you pay us money, you, you get CBS all access, access. That's a hard thing to say premium access to CBS All Access in perpetuity. So go do that, and we will be back as soon as there is more breaking news or Monday morning or, wait, Thursday morning. Let me get the day right, Ryan. Thursday morning. See y'all.